Maybe many have it wrong. Maybe SHTF isn't one event, but a whole bunch of small events that pile on each other. Hey, this is episode 794 of the Ready Your Future podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you prepare for a better future. It's all about loving your people, getting prepared, and living free. I'm Todd Sepulveda, a regular guy living in the suburbs who understands the need to be better prepared for the future. Hey, are you looking to up your preparedness knowledge? Don't spend time bouncing around the internet for the best preparedness content. Instead, sign up for the top preparedness articles and get them right in your email. For $5 a month, you can get the top preparedness articles from around the internet sent to your email weekly. You can choose to read them or drop them in the Pocket app and have them read to you as you go about your day. The Buy Me a Coffee link to the top preparedness articles is in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode. This is going to be very, very different, but before I get into that, I want to give a big shout out to Gary for buying me some coffee. Gary, I greatly appreciate your support. Uh, you support every month, and I just uh, I just greatly appreciate you, and I greatly appreciate all of you who have uh, donated in the past and will donate. I just greatly appreciate that. It just means a whole lot to me. All right, so I said this is going to be a little bit different, and I'm actually backing out of my driveway right now. I am in my vehicle, and uh, I'm going to get to that here in just a little bit. Very, it's going to be very different also because this is going to be personal. So I'm not going to uh, use an article to talk about uh, in this episode. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bounce off an article. Uh, this is going to be personal and I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for any of that, right? Uh, I just want to put that out there up front. I'm, I'm going to talk about this topic because I think a lot of people are there. A lot of people are there and sometimes it's very helpful to know that you're in, you know, you're not, you're not alone, right? You're not doing it. You're not feeling the things that you're feeling alone. You're not going through those things all by yourself. You're not, you're not crazy because you are dealing with those things. Uh, I think that's one reason why the exclusive email group is so powerful because you know, you don't, you don't go put it out there on social media and all of that kind of stuff. And it's really hard to find people who kind of think like you. But in the exclusive email group, you can still be anonymous if you want to, uh, and also feel like you are connecting with other people who think just like you, who believe like you. Uh, maybe not all, you know, on every single thing, but it, it's it's really relevant. And then and, and you know that they're into preparedness, right? So uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about this situation because. Uh, or at least this this idea of little things piling on, and really the the thing that kind of set this off for me was this last weekend, uh, actually Thursday. Uh, I was doing my team puts on probably the biggest event that we put on in the in the year. We were putting that on, and one of the people that and so this is again like things that are just piling up, right? One of the people that were was running a room, and so basically we have it's a virtual conference. We have twelve different Zoom rooms feeding into YouTube. Presenters come into the Zoom room, and we broadcast their presentation to Zoom. And so people are watching it in. I'm sorry, we we broadcast it to YouTube. So people are watching it in YouTube, but we are hosting it in Zoom. So one of the people that was hosting a Zoom room couldn't make it and so we didn't really have a backup which that's you know it's a lesson learned but uh, one of 
uh, I guess one of my other team members who kind of leads the conference, who's the, the team lead on this one. She's like, Todd, do you want to run the Zoom room or do you want me to do it? If I do it, you're going to need to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to do all that other stuff that you do. So I'll go ahead and run the Zoom room. And I've run the Zoom rooms before in the past, uh, before I, I moved into the position that I'm in. So I'm running the, the Zoom room, uh, doing that, running the conference. Things are going good. Uh, at the same time, I'm answering emails because of my, you know, my other job, my real job. I'm doing the emails. I'm doing those different kinds of things in between as much as I can. And then my son called me on Thursday. And I didn't take his call because, I mean, I'm right in the middle of hosting this, this thing. And uh, he sends me an email. He goes, there's water in my closet. And I'm like, ah, oh, darn. So I'm like, okay. And, and the, you know, he's kind of messy. He's, I'm just going to put it out there. He's a messy, messy kid. Probably my messiest kid. And uh, I'm thinking, please, God, let it be like he dropped, uh, you know, a big glass of water or, you know, he left a bottle of water open and it spilled and he didn't realize it. And so when I could, I, you know, when I was in between or actually when the presenter is going on, I'm um, kind of half listening, making sure that they don't need me in the Zoom room. At the same time, I'm calling him and, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, you need to do this. You need to pick up, you know, whatever clothes that are there. You need to, you know, try to find where the water is coming from and, and dry it off and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he said, yeah, it's a lot of water. It wasn't something that he spilled. And uh, he saw it coming from his closet, kind of like a corner uh, where the door is. And uh, I'm like, all right. So we needed to call the plumbers out to find out what was going on. In the back of my mind, we had had a remodel probably about three years ago. And I'm like, okay, maybe something failed and maybe, you know, that needs to be you know, taken care of or whatever. And so plumbers come out, they cut holes in you know, in the sheetrock, in the drywall, in the closet, at least it's in the closet, right? And so they're looking for the leak, trying to find out where it's at, and they really, they can't find it. I mean, they're like, we see a little possible drip, but there's no way that this little thing uh, is causing all this water. And they're, you know, they continue to look around. I had told my son, that I need you to go outside and see if there's any water on the outside of the house. And uh, you know where the where the bathroom backs up and the closet and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's sure enough. I mean, there was water at the foundation, uh, or you know, at the foundation level. So they go out there and like, yeah, we can't. We don't. We don't see where the water's coming from. And so they kept investigating and they cut another little hole and they found it. So here in in Texas, um, you know, we have galvanized pipe and copper pipe. And I have copper in my house and it runs in the foundation. So they, they do it in the foundation, they run it in conduit. So there's kind of like a sleeve that it runs into. So as it comes up from the, the foundation into the different parts, wherever you need a faucet, a toilet, a shower, whatever it is, um, you, you know, they cut the sleeve and it's just the, it's just the uh, copper pipe exposed. Okay, I'm pulling into my parking lot here and trying not to you know run over people. So. Uh, hang tight with me here. So, you know, we, ex we experienced that, right? And so they're looking and they finally find it. There's water coming up the sleeve uh, from one of the, you know, one of the copper pipes. And so somewhere along the foundation, it is pinched. Uh, we don't know where it's at. I mean, hopefully, you know, I, I always kind of suspected I have a little bit of foundation problems, not big, but especially with the dry, I mean, we, have, we haven't had any rain in a long, long time. 
And so, you know, I'm concerned that, you know, we have, you know, the, the, the foundation is really dry. There's not, um, you know, I probably have some big trees that have caused some issues. And so that's something that I need to look at in the back of my mind. That was always something that I needed to, to kind of consider. And so, um, they finally found it and, you know, it's probably, like I said, probably the, uh, you know, somewhere along the line it was pinched. So their thing is like, we don't necessarily drill down into the foundation. Um, well, part of the problem is, is that you can, you can drill down there and you can find that leak or at least they're, they're in, in fix that, but there's no telling that there's not a leak somewhere else down the road. Uh, and not only that, because there doesn't mean that there's not going to be another leak somewhere else in the foundation. And that usually costs, you know, it costs a lot of money to be able to drill down in there to fix all of that, the concrete, the, all that, that goes down into it. And so their, their suggestion was to repipe it and they use that PEX, uh, pipe. And we saw a lot of that after the, uh, the winter storm Yuri, where a lot of people lost their pipes. Um, they were repiping with, with this and basically they, uh, the foundation, the pipes in the foundation kind of just are, are left alone. They're just kind of cut down. Uh, those run dry. And then this pipe is run through the attic and it's run down. And, uh, one of the, one of the benefits to this one is that if there is a freeze, it doesn't, you know, these pipes expand. And so I'm not worried, uh, as, as much of, you know, the pipes, you know, freezing and bursting. And if you remember back, if you've been following for a while and you remember Winter Storm Yuri, that was one of my concerns. Uh, it was hard for me to sleep during that time because I was always walking around the house making sure nothing was, was broken. Because, I mean, there was plenty of stories that of people not paying attention and they wake up to their house flooded or whatever, you know, because pipes have bust. And so, I you know, I didn't want any of that. So that'll kind of be... Uh, a relief for me that I won't have to worry about something like that anymore. But at the same time, you know, it was, uh, it, w it was an expense and it was a cost and, uh, that we, we needed to incur still cheaper than going through the foundation. And so, um, you know, kind of glad about that. So the plumbers came, they've, they've done all of that. They've taken care of what they needed to take care of. Uh, I, for the most part, I've got holes in drywall. I need to find someone, it, you know, it's really hard right now to find someone who's doing the smaller jobs. You know, people want to do the remodels. They want to do, uh, you know, they want to do the, the big, the, the easier jobs. But as far as, you know, I got a lot of little holes, like everywhere that needed water in the house, behind the refrigerator, underneath the sink, at the washer and dryer, at the, you know, the bathtubs and different things like that. All those, there's little holes, you know, that need to be, need to be patched up and, and, and fixed up. So looking for someone, have calls out there waiting for someone. And what somebody did come out, but they, you know, they gave me a quote and I just haven't, uh, haven't heard back or they, they, I'm waiting for them to give me a quote. I haven't heard back from them. And so I think maybe they got scared <laughs> with all the different little holes and stuff. So that caused stress, right? That was, that was a point of stress for me. And for my whole family, we didn't have to do, go without water. There's probably just a couple of uh, hours where they were tying everything in, but for the most part, they ran all the lines. We had water uh, for you know for the for the time that we uh, for for those days that they were there. Uh, at one point, I had six plumbers in my house at the same time. You know, going in and out in the attic, running pipes, doing all the different kinds of things. So I mean, the the people that that did it, the plumbers, we uh, we've used them many many times, and uh, they do really really great work. So you know, no stress with that as far as who was in my house and and all of that. 
but it was still stressful in dealing with it and you know that you have the cost and you know you have the drywall and you gotta do all of that. On top of all the other things that are going on, right? All the other things that you know that are, are happening with like work that is going that that is going down. You know, I got work, we're starting up the, the new year, meetings are happening. There was a big meeting that I missed on Monday because I stayed home and I, you know, I had all these people in my home. So you add that on top of something like, you know, I've been mentioning that you had a family member move in. So my father-in-law has moved into our, to our, to our home. And so I gave up my office so that he could have a bedroom and I moved my desk, you know, I had to get rid of a bunch of stuff, but at least my desk where I record my podcast and I do church from, um, I was able to move it into our bedroom, set up the green screen there but it's still very, it's very cramped. And in order to do a video or in order to do a podcast, uh, you know, people need to know like, Hey, I need you to be quiet because I need to, to, to record this. And so it's never convenient. Uh, I was always doing podcasts early Sunday morning before anybody woke up, but I had my own, I had my own office to be able to do that. I don't have that anymore. And so here we are, you know, Monday was coming around, uh, you know, Sunday was, everything was torn up. Monday's coming around, everything's still torn up. People still in my house. Uh, plumbers didn't leave till late, but they finished up. Uh, you know, I had two or three other contractors in, uh, one guy fixing tile, another guy doing, looking at, at the drywall. And so I never, I didn't get around to doing the podcast. Uh, didn't get around, I didn't have time to be able to do it. Or I'm staying up super, super late, and at that time, you know, I'm still, you know, people are hearing, you know, me me doing the podcast, and uh, just not having a convenient time to be able to to record, uh, and especially that's that's stressful when you feel like you should be doing it. It's one thing is like, oh, you know, whatever, but it's another thing when you feel like you should be doing the podcast, and it's something that uh, it's important to you, and you want to be able to do, and so. SHTF for a lot of people might not be that one big event. You know, we have that, we have that, we're looking at the EMPs, we're looking at, you know, nuclear war, we're looking at the grid going down because of, you know, EMP or infrastructure failure or uh, because someone, you know, you know, had a, you know, hacked it or whatever. And uh, that kind of goes down. We're always thinking about the really big things never really considering that it's all these little things that start to add up and you you get the stress and you get the the anxiety and you get the uh, all that kind of just starts to build um thank goodness that i'm able to you know keep a focus on uh you know who i am and and you know for for a lot of it you know my thing is is my faith kind of keeps me grounded but I know that there's probably, but there's still times, right, where it, you know things uh, boil up, and it's like, what the heck, you know, what what else is there? Or I need the world to kind of stop and slow down, and you want to hit pause on everything, uh, because you know, again, you have things going on at, at home, you got personal issues possibly that are happening, you've got things going on at work, maybe things are not as stable at work for you, um, you've got the things going on with the economy. You got things going on with the you know Ukraine and Russia and all the things that are out there, and you know part of it is, is like you got to be careful with all the things that you're reading about, but at the same time I believe that you need to be informed because 
you don't want things sneaking up on you. So you're keeping all these things in balance. You know, it's one thing after another that begin to just pile up on each other. You know, there's a there's a an index called the misery index. You might have heard about it uh, in the past. It's really tied to the economy. It's like where people are with their finances and and inflation and the cost of living and all of that, and where the where where people are. And it's just kind of like a sample taken uh, of you know people in the United States, and that's always kind of going up. Like if you if you look at it now, the misery index would probably be really high, but for the most part, uh, that's something that you know, people look at and, and it helps to drive where people are at. And I'm looking at it as like a misery index is just not financial. It's not just economic and all the situations that we're seeing out there. Misery index could be all the, the things that we're feeling with all the things that are happening in the world, all the things that are happening to us personally, the things that are happening in relationships. I mean, if you have kids and they're going through issues, you know, and, and they have, maybe they have health problems, maybe they have relationship problems, maybe they have financial problems, maybe you can't help them like you want to help them, or you can't, uh, you know, be there for them, or they live, you know, across the country, or, or you know, maybe you're just estranged from your kids, and that causes uh, another, you know, type of stress there. And so you, you have all these things, right, that just tend to add up on each other right? And just like over and over and over again. And it just feels like this big weight that you can't, you can't get out from underneath. And I'm sure there's some of you that are dealing with that, right? Some of you are not, some of you are like, Todd, I'm good right now, but maybe you've been in that situation before and maybe, you know, maybe you're good right now. Uh, so you, you, but because you, you have experienced it, you have an idea of what, um, that entails, right? Um, if you've never experienced that before, good, good for you. I think where we are in the world right now, I think we're going to start to feel it. I think we're going to start, I mean, what, what I'm reading and the things that I'm paying attention to are like, we're going to start to see things really go downhill. We're going to, things are costing more. Uh, you know, you had the big trucking company that just went out of business and they shut down. I believe it was like 30,000 trucks or something like that. Uh, Brian Hawkins wrote an article over on his, uh, on his website, Next Step Survival. Um, I haven't read it, but he, he didn't mention it, that he that he wrote it. Uh, but, you know, and I read uh, an article, I read a headline, uh, you know, as I was just kind of going through the news myself. It was kind of funny because my father-in-law, we had the news, the local news on, and that story came up, and my father-in-law got, ooh, you know, like even he realizes, like, that's going to cause a disruption. That's going to cause, uh, you know, a disruption in getting, you know, things to uh, stores. It's going to be, you know, supply issues and things like that. So all these things build up on top of each other. It just all begins to add up. And so what can we do? Well, I know I get I get tagged by people um, often because I've been talking a lot more about my faith, and I've never I've never shied away from talking about my faith. I've, it's always been part of who I am. That drives everything. That's the whole reason why I really got into preparedness. I mean, the whole reason why I started looking into preparedness. I don't I don't even know if I really told my whole story here on the podcast or not. Maybe that's something I need to maybe revisit. But I really felt in a time of prayer where the Lord said, hey, t- you know, tell my people that they need to get, uh, you know, prepared. And it, it was, wasn't like it's the end of the world, get prepared spiritually, although that is important and you need to do that. It was more about like get prepared for hard times, for bad times. 
And that was, you know, years ago, which, you know, I've been on this journey of preparedness and started the website. I've learned a lot myself, tried to help as many people as I can and get the message out there. Um, but faith was the, you know, the, the starting was the reason why it all started. And that continues to be part of it. And so I'm talking more about it probably because I feel like things are getting worse and it, it, it was the driver for me and it's always going to be the driver. So I know that I've lost listeners because of that. Um, and, and that's fine. I mean, you're not always going to make people happy. I have heard from a lot of people as well. It's like, Hey Todd, we were grateful that you talk about faith. Thank you for doing that. It, it, that helps. It, it's inspiration. And some of you who are listening, maybe, you know, you're not a person of faith. Um, but hopefully the preparedness piece of it, you know, helps you, helps you out. But for me, the, the, the big thing is, is my faith that keeps me grounded, knowing that this world is not all there is right? This world is not, I'm not going to preach to you here, but just letting you know that this world is not all there is for me. And so even if I was to give up the ghost, I know where I'm going. I know what, what, what is happening. I know the next step, you know, in, in that journey for me, it's not, it's not just this world is it. And, and there, that's it. I, I, I try to think about what people who don't have faith, who don't believe in eternal life, where they're at, you know, and, and maybe for them, it's just like, Hey, this, you know, try to have a, a good life and, and try to live as you know the best that I can. But when you're in the situation where it's all like, you know, miser, misery and miserable and, and you're dealing with all this junk, that's kind of hard to do. So faith, you know, hopefully you have, you come from a, a place of faith and you have a faith that you can lean on during these times, because I think that's really, really important. Um, if you're not, or maybe you have been in the past, maybe you've kind of shied away from it or you've uh, kind of neglected it. Maybe it's something to kind of revisit, you know? The other thing, the other takeaway here is we need to have an awareness of things getting bad. You know, if, if it's always like, okay, things are going to get better, things are going to get better. And definitely, I, I, I'm a believer. Like, if things get better, that's great. I mean, I want things to get better. I don't know if they are. So I have this awareness that things are going to get bad. So I have this expectation. I don't know. Maybe people think it's like, that's kind of sick, Todd, right? You have an expectation that things are going to be bad. Well, yeah, I have an expectation. I feel like things are going to get bad. So I have this expectation that, uh, you know, things are going to continue to get worse. And so when it comes, all right, I, I understand that. I'm like, I've been expecting it. And so that, again, pushes me back to my faith. And it's like, hey, uh, I... I the reason that I'm okay, well, not necessarily okay with it, but the reason that it doesn't do me in, the reason that you don't find me in the corner in a fetal position, you know, rocking myself to bed every night is because uh, of the faith, you know, that, and that kind of leads me and helps and guides me. But I think we need to have that awareness and realize things are going to get bad. That drives us to that, that next takeaway is that it's common sense to prep. It just makes a whole lot of common sense. You know, I I, I'm, I really love what Paul T. Martin is doing. I share out his stuff on uh, the Saturday prep. Um, hopefully you're getting that. I share out his stuff on um, the top uh, preparedness articles as well because it's very practical. And uh, his, uh, you know, I wrote an article recently over at Ready Your Future about ways to stay connected with what's going on in the news. Uh, and not getting overwhelmed and, and not, you know, 
getting, you know, becoming a, a news junkie because it's really easy for me to, you know, I was a news junkie back in the day. But anyway, I wrote a long article over there. You can go check it out on Ready Your Future. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I one of the things that I linked that I linked to was uh, Paul Martin's um, his uh, his social media channel. Oh my gosh! And I am I'm losing it right here. And because of the way that it is, so I'm going to try to grab my phone here and uh, just hang tight with me and see if I can um, hopefully. Because here's the thing: I'm not going to be able to edit this because I'm doing it all on my phone while I'm driving. Um, and hopefully I don't mess things up here. So hopefully we're still going on. So what is that dumb social telegram? Oh my gosh. Why couldn't I remember telegram anyway? So, okay. So I didn't mess it up. I'm still recording. That's great. Um, so telegram. So I follow his telegram, uh, channel, you know, and I have a, I have a telegram channel for ready your future, but you know, I, I just try to share things out. Not like, uh, like Paul does. And he's always sharing out little articles and things like that, that, you know, are are beneficial that have an application to preparedness. So again, go check out that article over there. But, but anyway, it's like, you know, you, it's common sense to prep and it's common sense to, uh, have the things that are going to be more of a a benefit to you. Right. And, and the food and the water and, uh, you know, ways to have power. One of the things I'm, I'm looking for more ways to have power. I think our infrastructure is going to start to have, uh, you know, more issues. And so, uh, when these plumbers were out, one of the things that I was talking to them about was, you know, putting a, a T on my, uh, on my gas line so that I can connect uh, a natural gas, uh, generator. Uh, I'm not going to get a, a, I don't want a big, Generac, right? But I have a dual fuel generator. I might get a tri-fuel generator so that I can connect it to natural gas and, you know, have, talk to the electrician about putting a transfer switch in there uh, with the other piece in there that doesn't send. Uh, I, I can't remember what that is either. Um, sorry, guys. I don't have anything written down, so I'm going off of, I have a little tablet here that I'm going off of some of my notes, but not, not everything. But, uh, that little safety mechanism so it doesn't send power down the line so it doesn't electrocute someone if they're working on the line so uh you know at, you know putting in that and it is very reasonable when you think about it compared to putting in a, a full generac you know i don't want to do that but you know this would be very reasonable and putting in window units and i always had that always i have a generator that runs on propane i have a generator that runs on you know uh, propane and, and, and gas but my tri, you know, having a tri fuel then gives me another option with uh, with uh, natural gas, and so you know that's something that I am looking into. So it's just common sense preps that would be very helpful and beneficial to have uh, in case things go down. And then lastly, is finding joy whenever you can. You know, finding joy where you can, when you can, and and building those memories and being able to to find that peace wherever you can. Uh, you know, and and for me again. Part of it is the faith, but part of it is just enjoying life as much as is possible. So having my father-in-law around, uh, he's, you know, he's in his seventies, but the old, that old man is always, always busy. I mean, he does not stay still and he loves being outside. So one of the things that he has done is he's like transformed my backyard and it is, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's a place that we love to go to now, right now with the heat, it sucks but he, you know, he's planted, uh, we've got planters and, you know, we cleaned up a lot. We lost some, um, some trees and some things during, uh, during the last winter storm, even the one this last, uh, December, I guess, not winter storm Uri, but the one after that. 
And so we cleaned up a lot and we've got mulch down and we've got, you know, a new fence up and, uh, he, he's just, you know, he's just out there. He's always, you know, making it look nice and the pool is working really well. And so, you know, we, in the evening time, when the sun starts to go down, we go out there into the pool, turn the lights on, on the fence. And, uh, you know, he brings out, you know, a couple of beers and, and we're just floating in, in the water and just having, having a good time. And, and that's one of the things that we've been, we've been doing at, uh, in the evening times. And if it's a little bit, it's a, it's a little bit of joy. It's a little bit of a, Hey, we just go out there and, and chill and relax. And there's been times where everybody goes in and I just sit under the patio and just, you know, hang out and listen to some music. Yeah, uh, you know, have a, an external speaker and listen to some music while I'm out there. And, and, uh, sometimes I just even pray like, thank you God for where I'm at and what I have and how you've blessed me. And, and, uh, you know, where we are in, in life and, you know, things, things, even, even if as things are getting bad, even if things are, you know, I have this humongous charge for, you know, repiping and all that. It's still, you know, I, there's a lot to be grateful for. So having those types of things. So, you know, again, I think a lot of people are starting, are going to start to feel this, you know, and the misery index and not necessarily just financial, but all the things that pile on top of each other, you know, SHTF, people are going through SHTF all the time. And it's not just one big event, you know, that that's always, you know, the, the possibility, but I think a lot of us are feeling a lot of other things on top of each other. It's just, they just start adding up. So again, the takeaways are, you know, hopefully you have a faith or you have something there that you can, uh, draw from that helps you to kind of keeps you grounded. Um, we need to have an awareness that things are just going to continue to get bad. Those that are like, Hey, I can weather this because things are going to get better. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's happening and maybe I'm just, you know, pessimistic. I just don't see that happening, but having an awareness of things getting bad, having that expectation. So when they do happen, it's not a surprise to you. You're like, okay, I realize that that, you know, that things are going to happen. So we need to keep, keep, continue moving forward. Having those common sense preps, right? Not necessarily preparing for the, the EMP, the end of the world, but those common sense preps that you're going to be using when things, you know, when, when you lose your job, when you, and, and there's, I always say preparedness is universal. So there's a lot of things that you're going to use regardless of the situation uh, that might be, whether it's an EMP or whether it's, you know, a blackout, you're still going to need food, water, power, those, all those different kinds of things, right? And so having those common sense preps, those everyday preps that, uh, you know, you have those in place uh, is going to be important. And then finding joy wherever you can find that. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. And, um, you know, here in the parking lot trying to do it, I am going to, uh, I tested editing, uh, doing, you know, quick little edits, like on, on the, the back end and on the front end and then tested, uh, converting, converting the way that the recorder, uh, records it, uh, you know, so sending uh, creating a file that I can upload to my host. And I tested out being able to upload, uh, through my phone, and so we're just going to see what it's like and, 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 you know, give me some feedback. You know, you can always email me at Todd at readyyourfuture.com. Uh, but I don't know, this might be the way that I need to do things here in the future. You know, I got up a little earlier and, uh, left the house a little earlier so that I could, uh, you, you know, stay in the, in the vehicle, in my truck a little bit longer if I needed to, to be able to, uh, do the, do the podcast. 
but uh, you know, let me know. I, I know there's going to be road noise. I know I, I've got a better setup than I had in the past. You know, in the past, people were like they left they left re- nasty reviews. Like, hey, you know, oh my gosh, I used to love it when you recorded in your office, but but now, uh, oh my gosh, the road noise and all that. I'm like, look, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just the way. That's the way it's going to be. Um, but I have a better setup, a better microphone now connected to my phone. So I think it's a way better sound. I've been doing the videos and things like that. Hopefully, uh, the road noise doesn't come through too, too much. But, uh, you know, give me some feedback. Let me know. You know, hit me up on on uh, email, Todd at readyyourfuture.com. Well, guys, if uh, that's it for episode 794. If you found this episode valuable, I would appreciate a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you click the subscribe button in your f- favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Pepper Goodness. You also get the, uh, you, you also will, in the subscription, here you go, Todd's just kind of messing it up here at the end, right? Uh, I'm, I was going to say, don't forget to join the email list. Uh, when you do, I'm going to send you the blackout checklist to know what you should do before, during, and after the lights go out. But that also sets you up to receive the Saturday prep and uh, the new improved Saturday prep. So I've been sending that out to um, uh, the last couple of weeks. So hopefully you're getting that and hopefully you enjoy that. Well, guys, with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.